una y dos y dos una y dos Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC Livestream, the podcast. This show broadcasts twice a week out of New York City. We are your hosts, Cortez NYC. And this is a special episode of Cortez NYC. This is a special episode, episode 65. This is a special episode because it's a one-on-one, just me and Mr. Diablo. What in the house? Damien back at it. Henny D, but today I'm like drinking Corona, so no yeah. Hennessy today. So we're back, we're back here, and we're just talking one on one, just the fellas talking. And I figured we'd pick a topic that, you know, we would some bullshit we would talk about when it's just us hanging around drinking. And I think the best topic would be art, but not just art like visual art, the art of laughter. What? The art of comedy. 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 Comedic art. Comedic art. I think that's something we always used to enjoy uh, listening to comedians and yeah. while we used to work and all that and yeah we, we share a similar sense of uh, sense of humor so yeah and um, and then like right now you know pre-showing here and we're like watching some bullshit on Netflix and oh my god bombing. this guy was the worst he sounded like a bootleg John Oliver <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you know what I'm talking about just watch this Netflix show I'm not even gonna say his name because he's that bad <laughs> All right, so let's get this started. Let's talk about the art of comedy, the art of laughter. Um, Where do you want to take this? Where do you want to start? Always outside. Uh, let's start. Let's start with. How about this? Well, who's the first comedian that you ever saw? Wow, saw. You mean For, live first, or? No, even on on movies and TVs. Who would be the first comedian that inspired you? That you were like, oh shit, com- stand up comedy is funny. I mean, I think when I first realized it, it was probably Richard Pryor. No. He, you know, yeah, had all these movies. He yeah, had yeah. Uh, the toy. I remember that movie because I, I remember being fucked up. If you don't know what the toy is, it's about this kid that goes into the store. He's a rich kid. <laughs> he goes into the mall one day, and he has every fucking toy he can ever want because he's rich. And then he sees Richard Pryor, this black guy in the store. You can't make that movie now. Yo, and he <laughs> buys him. Yo, he's like, yo, dad, I want him to come home with me and be my toy. And he was his toy. That's how fucked up that yo, movie was. You had to Google search that. The Google the toy, yo. It's so fucked up. Richard Pryor was his toy. And I know Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, I'm taking it way back. I'm showing my age. They did a lot of movies together. So I, I think that's like the first time I realized yeah, comedy. I, th- I, um, I think the first, well, the first, I, I would say the first stand-up comedian, I would say was probably Richard Pryor that, yeah, I, that I paid attention to. But the first comedians and movies would probably like Richard Pryor I remember going to the movies to see um oh man what was the name of that one um there was a movie with Richard Pryor and Gene Gene Wilder yeah and Gene Wilder where they were locked up they were in yeah yeah, yeah. they went to jail yeah that shit made me laugh so bad when I was a kid man I went to see that movie what was that movie Richard Pryor Gene Wilder. It wasn't Silver Streak. That was a different one. They have a lot of... It might have been See No Evil. No, nah, that's later. Stir Crazy. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. That's, that's good. classic. That's old. That's really old. We're, yeah, we're just showing our yeah, age right now. Yeah, this, this is too much. <laughs> let's, let's, let's fast forward into yeah, that, better times. 
Well, after that, then I would say it'd be Eddie Murphy. It definitely is Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, Saturday Night Live, the whole Saturday Night Live crowd, like the the Bill Murrays and the Dan Aykroyds and all that time period. But um, I think Eddie Murphy was my first like time seeing a stand-up special. I think I could say that. Like Raw or Delirious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was my first, because before that, I I don't know where you would see comedy in a DVD. Maybe they had Bill Cosby DVDs and all that, but Bill Cosby. Okay. I remember I remember seeing Bill Cosby and I early for the Bill Cosby talk <laughs> and seeing Red Fox, box. but like that's like that was like after they were like I saw that after the fact I saw that like yeah, yeah, yeah sometime yeah, in the yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah. late 80s 90s yeah because he had a show and then you're like oh he does stand up yeah you exactly. didn't know that yeah yeah, yeah exactly um and, but and Eddie Murphy back, was similar back then also like George Carlin. Oh, I love George Carlin. I was George just watching Carlin, this stuff the other day. Yo, he used to make me laugh, man. He was so, like, intellectual laughter. Yeah, but he was, he was like, his shit was a little real, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was a little real. And yeah. then every now and then he throws in a fuck of motherfucker and <laughs> makes you laugh. But his shit was based off of real shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like those comedians, I would say that's that's the early stuff. And then when I, like, in Spanish, you know, because I was listening, I was watching also Spanish comedians. You know, there was like Cantinflas, which is like an old um, movie uh, Mexican actor, but he wasn't a stand-up comedian, but later on I found out that he also had like a, a stand-up act, and he would just play with words. Like he was like, he would kind of like come up and just be the clown, you know what I mean? And he would mess around with words and double meanings and double entendres and stuff like that. Yo, who was that dude back in the day that wore like a crazy hat? Spanish. I think we had a license for him. Yeah, like a crazy hat and a green and white striped shirt. And it was, he looked really funny. Oh, like, El Chavo. El Chavo. El Chavo. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Did we have a license for that back in the uh, freeze or yeah, some shit? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did for, for a quick second. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. That guy. Yeah, th- well, that's along the lines of like uh, Three Stooges and shit, right? Like it's like. Yeah. That, slapstick they like weren't slapstick. stand-up yeah, yeah. comedians they were just following a script or whatever but eddie murphy was a comedian yeah and turned into a movie star yeah it was saturday night live and then movies there was there was this dude um freddie prince that he was around he had a show called chico and the man and he was around oh, shit shout out to chico and the grin <laughs> Bring it in there, you see? Oh, shit. But, um, yeah, he had a show called Chico and the Man, Freddie Prince, and he was a stand-up comedian. I saw some of his stand-up later, like once I was already much older and I was like looking at old footage. I remember his show, but I don't remember it being, like, I don't, it was funny. It was kind of like, it reminded me of Sanford and Son, but I, I, don't, I don't know if I could say like, like I was like, oh, yeah, he was a stand-up com- comedian and I was like into his, his humor yeah. and all that. And I think it, I was just too little. I was just too young to, to really know. I, I think also back then, probably, you had to be an adult. To I'm get a, the jokes. To, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. to get the jokes and to even maybe even see the stuff because the shit wasn't on YouTube yeah, for exactly. you. Exactly. And so, you know, just to relate to they're talking about real grown-up shit that you, you know what I mean? True. Like, you don't get. True. Like, my job is killing me and take my wife, please. Rodney Dangerfield was one that was from... Rodney Dangerfield, That yeah. I knew of. Yeah, yeah. And his one... And, uh, Andrew Dice Clay after that and yep. Raunchy. That was probably like the first Raunchy one I've seen. 
where he's like, you know, I remember. Hey, fuck uh, you. You know what I mean? Like all that shit. But, but those two guys, the funny thing about those guys, they, they really put on an act, like a personality. Like yeah, Rodney yeah, Dangerfield yeah, and and this guy, Andrew Dice Clay, like they yeah. they put on these characters. The tough guy. That they would perform yeah. as, but like that wasn't really them. Um, so what was the first, here's, I'm going to fast forward. What was the first time you went to see a comic perform? Or have you ever? Man, yeah, I, I would say I was probably in college. Yeah. I don't even remember. It was like some 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 small comedy bar, and I no, went to see. That, here's what I'm saying. You're, you're saying a comedy bar. I'm, t- I'm saying. An actual comedian? Yeah, to go see a specific person. I don't think I've ever done that. The only time I've done it is for Dave Chappelle, who oh, I think really? is the greatest comedian. Ever? Of all time? Ever. Ever. He, he gets it on so, much, on so <laughs> many levels, yo. But he, I went to see him, I think, twice. And both times. I, I saw him before, like when he was in Comedy Central days. And then I saw him, you know, after he went to Africa and came back. And he did that comeback. We just recently saw him. Me and my girl, we saw him in Radio City. He made you lock up your phones, yo. You walked in and they gave you these pouches. That locks your phone. You gotta put your phone in there, and it locks it, and it won't open until That's somebody crazy. opens it for you. That's crazy. But the show is amazing, you know. And he always brings out like you know, his show is more like an experience because then he brings out Erica Badu or The Roots or you know what I mean, right. Tribe Called Quest. Right, right, right. If you don't know about this, you'll know nothing. Okay. <laughs> no, but like he was the first time, and that was recently. That's more recently. I don't think I've ever went to see a specific. Like a comedian, but yeah. comedy shows, yes. I've I've never I've never paid money to go see a specific comedian, and not not that they don't deserve it, but it's just I just never had that drive to say, yo, I, I gotta go see this guy because you know the tickets are really. Expensive. I mean, even rock bands, like I've I've gone to see some rock bands. I, I might have paid maybe once to go see a hip hop act. I that, same. Yeah, hip hop. I, I don't like that many people. Is the problem. <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? Like that's, that, that's, that's like a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I do it for soccer games, but that's different. Like, yeah. for some reason, it's different. It's more tribal, right? You're with your supporters. Other people support the same team. To go see a concert, it's like. So, know. so, so, um, because we could go on about different comedians, and like, I'm seeing a list. Just if you Google, if you Google search comedians, stand up comedians, you're going to find a whole slew of comedians. Chris Rock. Now, now, John. John John Mulaney is one of my Spider Ham. Yeah, he's one of my new favorites, man. I saw his standups and it made me laugh out loud. He's really good. Um, LOL. You got Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld was great. Jerry. He's real intellectual. He gets a lot of good ideas out there. Um, But and I remember back in the day, Robin Williams used to like impress the shit out of me. But um, his impressions and goofy. So just to just to kind of say, all right, there's a lot of comedians out there, a lot of funny people, but. What the art of making people laugh, the art of comedy. What do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy intellectual comedy, slapstick, props kind of comedy, raw, raunchy comedy? What what uh, impersonations, things like that? I, think? I think it's it's a mixture of everything. I think well, I have they don't to be all, in a mood. They don't all do no 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 everything. not a mixture. I'm I'm saying I personally have to be in a mood. Whatever mood I'm in, that's the mood I want to emulate i want to see right i could watch some dumb shit all day like my favorite show is impractical jokers and they do dumb shit all day it's a hilarious show it makes me laugh and it's just dumb shit but then i like you know or george carlin or jerry seinfeld or 
even before all this Louis C.K. who's very heady and intellectual. And then I like, you know, but I would never go see a stand-up that's purely slapstick, like uh, Carrot Top or some nonsense. I mean, yeah, he's extreme. I can watch that slapstick shit on TV. I don't want to see it in front of me. I want to see somebody who says something. Dave Chappelle says something, make you think. You know what I mean? But but then you got comedian, like, so you have, like, like, for example, just looking at the list, you got, like, a Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld does a lot of, like, let me analyze what the, is the yeah. deal let me analyze and talk about the mundane like the regular shit in life but i'll make you i'll make you look at it in a different way that's interesting i love that yeah but it's not i guess you're right it's not for every day sometimes you do want to go see and imagine jerry Sanford going up and cursing and just like you know yeah he like doesn't, what doesn't the fuck curse, is up with yeah. it you know like but sometimes that's funny too if you have somebody who's relatable talking the way you talk or the way you wish you could talk Yo, you know what That's what it out? is, I think. What bugged me out, one of the things that bugged me out is that dude from Full House. I forget his name. Mm. Yo, but it, like he's exactly like this clean fucking, yeah. clean cut dad on the show. And then his comedy is fucking raunchy as hell. He is a dirty, I forgot his name, but he is a dirty, dirty, like, so you see Bob, him on TV. Bob Saget. Yeah, you see, yeah. even his name sounds like fucking <laughs> clean, like toast. Yep, you know what yep. I mean? Like just bland, boring. But he gets up there and he says the nastiest shit. And I like that because we enjoy Howard Stern. And I listen to Howard Stern still to this day. Well, I mean, that's another reason why this is a good topic here for the podcast because, I mean, this is not a comedy podcast, but we try to have fun. And every once in a while, we'll say a few things here and there that kind of make us all laugh. But. For the most part, it's not a comedy podcast. There are comedy podcasts that are strictly about comedy, and the exactly. people are are their aim is to make jokes happen. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? And I think like uh, Howard Stern is somebody who took talking on a radio into a comedy world and kind of like try to make it a funny thing, even though he's very dry because he doesn't he did he would just talk. And it's his attitude that would make you laugh because you'd be like, wow, he's saying some really fucked up shit and it would make yeah. you laugh. So I guess there's the comedian, there's a comedic side to saying some fucked up shit that for shock value will make you laugh. Right. right? And, and then he builds the people around him. Right. And makes it even funnier. But yeah. he, he's essentially he his whole thing was I'm going to just come on the radio and talk like how people talk. Like, yeah. You know, people have this weird thing where they like pretend to be some way in public and then in private they're saying the wildest shit. He was just like, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna just say what's on my mind. All right, here, I got a couple of names to go through. So um, I was just looking here and like, for example, Chris Rock. No, wait, let's start with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, what do you think of Kevin Hart? I am not a big Kevin Hart fan. Me neither. I like like some of his movies. But I don't really like his stand-up. I like his movies more than his stand-up. Yeah. And that's saying a lot because his movies aren't great. Yeah, exactly. Um, Chris Rock? Chris Rock loves his stand-up. He's he's one of those guys that great stand-up can make a movie and save his life. Agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But his stand-up is on point. Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On point. What about... um, Dave Chappelle, the best. Yes, okay. (laughs) Aziz Ansari. I like Aziz. One time, me and my girl, we went to the comedy club, comedy cellar, and he just showed up and did like an hour. And I didn't like him before that, but seeing him live, I was like, oh, I like. I I like Aziz's movie and TV stuff more than. The Netflix show is really good. uh, uh, Even what he used to do in Parks and Recreation. Like, I like like that more than his stand-up. I've I've seen his stand-up, and I'm not, I, I wasn't so like. 
I was like, okay, it's good, but... All right, so talking about impressions, comedians who do impressions, and I just forgot. I was trying to think off the top of my head, comedians that do impressions. I can't even think of them. Back in the day, that was a big thing. Yeah, Rich um, But now you got Russell Peters. I love Russell Peters. Russell Peters is all He doesn't really do an impression. He does an impression of a race, he, but it's not of does, a person. He does racial impressions yeah, not across a the board, yeah. though. But he's, he's good he, at that, yeah. He specifies mostly on... on he, Asian. On Asian. Yeah, on Asian. He's, he's, he loves doing that. Yeah. I think he almost plays it out. It's getting, getting a little played out. Right? He kind of runs it a little bit. Yo, I used to like Dane Cook. I used to like People Dane Cook. People hate him. We used to listen to Dane yeah, Cook. Yeah, I used to like him. He, I thought it was funny. Back Where in the day, he was go? funny. Where the fuck did he go? It was the whole controversy. I think he rubbed people the wrong one. He got um, blacklisted. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it was the whole controversy about him stealing him stealing jokes and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like Adam Sandler. I'm seeing Adam Sandler here on the list. I don't... No, that's not nah. my kind of thing. Like, he's a dude that you just... He's filler for a movie, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? We got Dane Cook there. Jay Leno. Mer. Fuck. That's uh, whack. We, we, How about females, yo? You got to give the females a shot. <laughs> uh, There's a thing for men, right? We A lot of men... No, I'm going to speak for a few. This, this, they, they don't think female comics are funny. Like, I saw... I saw one. Well, I don't like Amy Schumer. Oh, see? Look at him. He's proving my point right now. I don't like her. She's like, she rubs me the wrong way. You like um, I saw, Sarah? I, Sarah Silverman? Uh, see? It's hard. Guys, yeah, guys man. Guys are weird like that. I like Sarah. Who was making me laugh the other day? I was watching some shit and maybe making Wanda me... Wanda Sykes, maybe? She's hilarious. But no, um, I think it's the... I forgot her name. But I also saw the one, the the lady from Saturday Night Live. Which one? The, the, the main one, Kate McKinnon, or fuck. no, not my my girl from Bridesmaids. Shit. From Bridesmaids, you talking about? She's not it's, on it anymore. It's, it's hard for me to keep track now, but I, that why does that happen? <laughs> she, you why mean, does that she's happen? not currently on Saturday Night Live, right? No. Oh, so yeah, it's one. There's one from Parks and Amy Poehler. And her best friend, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, what's her name? There's two of them. Shit. What about Pat Oswalt? He's all right. Pat Oswalt? He's all right. I'm not a big fan. I really liked Louis C.K. His whole last special was really funny. But now he's all caught up in this Me Too shit, jerking <laughs> off in front of people and shit. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. It is whatever. It I can is. still like his work, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, for real. I you used to separate, I, separate. I used to like his stuff. I can't. I can't say I didn't. It was okay, but I wasn't like a big fan. Like I, I could see him flopping. I'd be like, whatever. This guy Brian Regan used to be kind of funny. He has, has Brian Regan good. is good. Yeah, he's pretty. What good. about? Here's another thing. Comics are usually dark people. A yeah. lot of them kill themselves. We're yeah. Getting dark. We're getting dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Robin Williams. Yeah, I don't uh, want to end on Greg a dark Geraldo. <laughs> you could go on forever. Like you that's know, true. Richard Pryor. Well, That's he true. just got and uh, Chris Farley, like Artie Lang was just like stabbing himself the other day. What? Yeah, he tried to kill himself. Stabbing. They are really, they're dark people. I guess that's how they get through it with comedy. I guess. I feel, I feel like we're leaving out a bunch of comedians, but no, there's, there's tons just of, too many. There's, there's, there's too many. We could go on for this for five hours. All right, guys, stay laughing. Comedy all day. Culture talk. 
culture talk. Went out Carla. <laughs> comedy culture. Comedy culture. All right, so. How it's affecting the culture. I think you're right. We should keep talking about this subject, com- comedy and comedians, right? But let's talk about it culturally. How does it affect the culture? How has the culture of comedy in the United States, let's talk about American comedians, how has things been affected now with the times changing? No. So we were talking about our first comedians that we ever saw. Some of them were really raunchy. Some of them had more shock value. Even the ones that had intellectual things to say, I'm sure if you if you look at their comedy under a microscope, you're going to find things that are offensive to somebody or improper yeah. to somebody. I mean, um, we touched on it a little bit when I told you about that movie, The Toy. And right. you're like, that could never be made today. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly, like, exactly. It's a different environment and it's fucking shit up, yo. All you PC people out there, relax, yo. Sometimes it's jokes, okay? Jokes are good, okay? So I, I think you and I are going to be on two sides of the fence here because I, not that I am the most politically correct person, but I do think that some things do need updating. Some some ideas do need updating. Some old jokes need to just fade away. No, I agree. I agree. I don't think you do. No, I agree with that <laughs> I part. I think you want people to say this, that. No, 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 no. I agree with that part. But I don't agree with getting offended at every little thing or looking for something to be offended at. Okay. And I feel like that's the culture now of America because it's so divided, right? There's, you know, the left, the right. Everybody's this these guys on the right are stupid. We're smart on the left. The left is a bunch of elitists. It's all this separation. So everybody's looking for a reason to get offended. All right. Well, so let's right there. I got a good one. All right. So let's let's talk about political correctness and how maybe four years ago it wasn't so crazy. I'm even gonna say three years ago. But ever since we have Trump in the fucking White House, I I. I remember people saying it that Trump would fuck up comedy because when you have the president being a fucking walking joke, there's no way to write a joke anymore. And when you have the president using the phrase political correctness as a weapon, then it's even harder because now you can't distinguish between what is political correctness and what is just a lot of bullshit. You know, I think that's another another problem there. Because you have. What, what you just said is correct. There are a lot of people that are like dissecting shit and trying to look for offense in yeah, something. Yeah, so they can have a cause. But, but there are other people who are pushing the button and being extra offensive now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just want to do it to get, to, to be able to be like, what, what? Why are you being so sensitive? Why, you know, what's wrong with, you know, why are you being so politically correct? What's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, there's both sides of it. And that PC thing is crazy because the people that are saying that's not PC, their president is not the, the most mo- <laughs> PC dude. You know what I mean? He says the wildest shit. And I, you know I mean? I, sometimes I can admire that. Sometimes it's like, yo, you need to relax. But like, but like you'll have, if you have like the people in, the people quote unquote, the, the, the people, I want to say in charge, or let's say the, the, the talking heads on TV, the, the ones that are supposed to be straight laced. When you have people like that talking bullshit, saying crazy shit, talking off the cuff, being shocking then like what what chance do you have to discern like how how do you discern what is really politically correct and what is just an excuse to cover something else up because politically correct used to be used as an expression to say let's 
let's kind of be respectful of everyone's perspective. Let's kind of be respectful. Let's not, it was, that's all it used to be, politically correctness. It wasn't censor anything. Yeah. It was more like, let's just be respectful. Let's be mindful and choose this option over that option. When you're going to say something, just think before you speak. Now right. it's, let me say with the intention to hide behind it. Now people are doing that. Well, now it's, that's hard to discern. But for me, when it comes to comedy, my general rule is if it's funny, then don't get offended at it. It's just, I mean, people joke about the craziest shit because that's what life is. Like, life is shit. Sometimes you need to laugh about the bad shit that happens. All right, but but then then I'll I'll debate this with you a little bit. Yes. You got love debating. <laughs> you got you got let's say people that would used to say offensive shit because it was shocking or it was it was outlandish. You know what I mean? Like people would people might have said crazy shit back in the day. Let's say in the in the sixties, the seventies. People might have said crazy shit because you'd be like. Well, that's totally ridiculous and out of this world. That could never be a reality. So then, go ahead and say whatever the fuck you want, because you just—you look crazy. You look like a—you look like a comedian. You look like you're being a comedian, because obviously what you're saying cannot be true. Nowadays, some of those same things—if you say them—they—they they can be true. And now it's not so far-fetched. And now a comedian saying those same things, you need to—you need to update your material. You need to. You need to kind of say things that are now and not, not still be saying the offensive things from back in the day that now are just offensive. They're not even funny anymore. That's where I think some of the comedians and some of the thinking is going where you might have comedians that are people that are hiding behind, oh, it's comedy. And they're saying some things that are just shocking or, or offensive. And they're just like, well, it's comedy. Look, they've been saying it for so many years. But comedy is a thing that has, a t it has a, an expiration date. You can't say the same jokes over and over again and still be funny. That's so true. I feel like some people that are hiding behind the thing of like, oh, that's just comedy. That's just comedy. Yeah, but maybe that comedy is dead already. Like maybe you need to move on. But I, I think you could tell those people. Those yeah. people that aren't really good at their craft and they're just saying things like that to hide behind it. Or people who generally have a good premise and turns it into an amazing punchline. Like, well, that is something I can respect. Dave Chappelle does that all the time. He might say some offensive shit, but it's funny. Well, but now you have now you have the straight-laced people saying fucked up shit and then turning, turning in and saying, well, it's comedy, or, you know, I didn't mean it, or it was have a sense of humor. Well, they're fucking morons. Well, they're not funny. Well, we know you, they're you, not funny. I mean, but you, you know that there's people in this world, like in society around you all the time that are trying to get away with shit by saying like, well, you know, but it's, it's just me being funny. I'm just trying to be funny. And like if like, we say some offensive shit to each other, we know who, who we are, right? So we can do it. And you you know how we how we interact. But So if you said something, you've, you've said offensive shit to me in the past. Of course. I'm sure I have. <laughs> Under under the the premise of well it's 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 humor right right sometimes, and likewise sometimes likewise sometimes you're funny sometimes you're not so funny <laughs> and I think that's, that's a lie and I think that's, that's offensive to me and I think that's where the 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 point is that the point is uh, you need to know the you need to read the room you need to know who you're talking to and if you're gonna and that's where political correctness used to come in if you're gonna speak to a, to a mass crowd. You can't say the same shit that you would say one-on-one. -on -one. 
And if you're gonna say shit one on one, you gotta know your crowd. You gotta know how they're gonna react right. to it. Here's the thing. Does and it's gotta be funny. If you're gonna say some offensive shit and and hide behind comedy, make sure it's funny first. Right. That's you say what I'm. It. That's the whole premise. Nah, of my you thing. weren't saying that. You weren't. Saying but you that. think? Nah, nah, nah. You weren't. <laughs> you you don't think it, it having that all this shit having on like the minds of comedians now they have to think of all this shit. You think that kills true true creativity, true humor because they have to suppress it or try to craft it so that's more wholesome it's like you know i could serve you an amazing fucking taco off the street because i know what i'm making but then taco bell is gonna take it and fucking you know what i mean like I hear you. fucking make it into this like commercial thing and now is it the same don't they don't you want that street taco more you know what i'm I, saying i think i think comedians need to need to change the game up they need to change it up that's the thing that's it. I must it, be hungry talking about tacos. Yeah. It's weird. But I think that's where that's where things have to change up. You 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 have generations, you have ep, you know, eras of certain type of comedy. And I think we're in a, we're in an era right now where you're going to have to if you're a comedian coming up, you're going to have to change it up. And if you're an old comedian that you're still trying to do the same old style and trying to be like, "Oh, but come on, let me be, let me be." Well, your shit your game just changed. You know what's funny talking about games changing and offensive shit? I was watching because we were talking about Tiny Desk, the, yeah, the performances yeah, yeah. on YouTube. If anybody goes out there, Google search YouTube Tiny Desk performances on NPR. On Tiny M- Desk. NPR Tiny Desk, and they have like a whole bunch. But we were we were fucking geeking out on on like some old school rappers that had like some some performances, and they you know they're just performing like with a small set, a small little band or whatever. But I saw Wu Tang. There, they had their Tiny Desk. That, that session wasn't really Wu Tang. Let's be real. Wu Tang minus the main guys. No Ghostface, <laughs> no Method Man. Come on now. But what I caught that stood out to me was um, the RZA. The RZA dropped a verse, and somewhere in the middle of his verse, he was. I guess the original lyrics were supposed to be offensive, and he said some shit and said, "Ain't gonna say that because blah blah blah." Me too, and then kept going. Okay. If you didn't catch that. Rewind that and catch that. He said Not some. Going sh- to. <laughs> yeah. So then I started thinking about. I'm like, wow, man. Like, so like even, even rappers that might have said offensive shit back in the day. Not all of them, but some of them who might realize it doesn't flow with which direction they're going with now. They might have to change their game up. They might have to like not perform that song anymore or not perform that verse anymore. They might have to switch it up because. It's a new temperature out there. Landscape is changing. Yeah, but man. Change rap, but rap is like most rappers won't give a shit. I, I don't it's think it's gotten fit, I, like progressively I, more derogatory than less. You know what I mean? But, it's even getting worse. Now. But like I'm thinking of the dudes who, who are big now who have something to to risk. Like if you're a little young rapper, you ain't got no money, you ain't got nothing, you're just coming out, you're just hustling. You're not gonna give a shit who thinks what about you. But if you're an older rapper who has old material that is misogynistic or offensive to some people. And then you're going to try to come out now. Like, boom, Pingo, Ice Cube. I was listening to Ice Cube's new album oh, yeah. because it was suggested to me by Mr. Grin to uh, listen to Ice Cube's album. Sounds Thank you, Mr. Grin. Um, Ice Cube came out with a new album. Ice Cube was the most offensive at, at a time period, was what? the most offensive rapper. When oh, he man. was first coming out, it was like, whoa. Now you hear it with the shit he used to say, and you're like, well, it's yeah, whatever. It's, it's kind of normal. Yeah, it's kind of normal. But I listened to the new album. 
And the new album, the music sounds like fucking G Unit produced it. It's like all these hard, all these hard but 2000 beats. It's like 10 years too late. 20 years too late. I think you get stuck in your... There's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you get stuck in your era that was your favorite era. And that's the era you stay in. But like that was 90s ne- hip hop. But was that was never me. his era. No. That was never his era. It's like I he's mean, trying to be modern, but he came out 2000s modern. But anyway, so he just came out with a new album now. And it sounds like it was made in the year 2000. But his, his lyrics... It's funny because when you hear his lyrics, it sounds like a grown man trying not to offend too many people. Like he does say some things that are just like cursing and you're like, well, you're having a great time saying fuck this and fuck that. Like it's a big deal now. It's not a big deal anymore to say fuck this on record. Like people say fuck this all the time. I'm saying fuck this right now. What? (laughs) Yeah, watch your language, son. And and to hear a rapper say fuck this on a new brand new album is kind of like fuck, fuck, fuck. Like it's a big deal. It's like... Nah, that's not shocking anybody And then the stuff that he could be saying That could be shocking You hear the lyrics and you're like You're trying to be clean You're cleaning it up Like you're really trying to not offend And it's well, like well Ice Cube's got things on the line I know but I'm, that's he's, what I'm he saying makes, he may, he's got, I know he's trying to still be Ice Cube But at the same time he makes family oriented movies he No makes, but out there people losing their jobs and shit Their livelihood just from saying something Like you know all the comedians. Roseanne, she crazy. She came out and said some wild shit. But lost her job. He lost th- her shit. But she really had to have... That's the thing, though. I mean, you really got to have it in for, for somebody. Th- no, this is what I'm saying. Her shit wasn't shit even funny. There. She knows better. Hers she wasn't funny. Better. Here's the whole point. Hers wasn't funny, and there was malice behind it. There's one thing if it's funny and love, because there's roasts, and they're saying the most fucked up shit about people, but it's out of love. So her shit, you could tell, was just malice in it. And it wasn't funny. So that's where you get into problems. As long as your shit is funny, I think you should... A lot of people should just be like, just relax. Just trying to be funny. I mean, but I know know we're going into this conversation about political correctness and comedians and all that because you have... I know that I, I can sense that you have a point of view of like some of these people are being unfairly judged. But I do think... Well, not Roseanne. She's an idiot. Well, but I do think that with all the information we have and the people that are being judged are are people that should know better. That's what I think. I think that the people that are being judged really should have known better. It's not like they're being caught out there with their pants down, literally, uh, off guard. Like, oh, shit. Nobody ever told me. No, you knew better. You were pushing your luck. You spent years doing shit pushing your luck hoping nobody would get offended or nobody would that you keep crossing you're a habitual line crosser <laughs> yeah, that's another good <laughs> bring that back you're a habitual line crosser and now that you finally crossed that last line you're gonna be like what I'm just a comedian what's wrong well your time's up like you you've been doing this <laughs> for a long time you dropping all the all hashtags the jewels, all time's the up me too <laughs> all this stuff what get out of here who are you Nah, I don't but, even know you anymore. But that's, I mean, that's, I think that's my point is that a lot of the people that are being caught out there are people that are either older, seasoned comedians. They've been around showbiz for a long time. They should have known better. And I think that's why the media takes them to task is because they actually have been pushing the line for so long that they have to be made examples of, is my opinion. I think that's what's happening. Maybe people don't like that. My, my, my thing with the whole thing, real quick, is just that when you keep pitting people against each other there's no way for us to unite when 
I come out and I say a joke about an observation about a certain people. It might be on some stupid shit, but it's a funny observation based on something that's fairly true. Not really true, but fairly true. I just think that if you keep putting people against each other, people don't get to see how closely they relate to one another. So I, I'm just not with that. I'm just with like, yo, we're all people. Very, we all bleed, we all die. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle touched on, on political correctness in his last stand-up. He had a great, great. he had a great show on, awesome. on Netflix. Awesome. You wanted me to teach you, right? Hablando español, and guess who's here? Guess who snuck into the studio? Yes, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Carla made it to the studio. She Carla. would not let us go no. on without her. You gotta do the hablando español. You gotta learn Spanish. <laughs> Para tú. All right. Um, <laughs> so anyway, listen. We we had just talked about comedy, and we, you know, I I don't think we emphasized it enough. Dave, Dave Chappelle, shout out to him. If you guys haven't seen it, go check him out on Netflix. He had a he just had a a series um i think it was two two comedy shows that he did was like three of them three of them yeah he did a little series on netflix um where he kind of made a comeback and like he's definitely a comedian from our time period he's like our generations everything because he does everything he does intellectual stuff he's done this the goofy hood stuff he's done like social shit he's done shit that's too real <laughs> that is too serious um and and like yo, I can't I can't I just don't think we emphasize it enough. Dave Chappelle, shout out to him. All right, let's do the Orlando Español. Carla, what words okay. you got? Yeah, so I have how do you say um, stand up comedy in Spanish? Which actually levántate and then comedy. Levántate y ríe. Yeah. Which actually we don't have a specific word for it in Spanish, but I'll say what Google Translator says. All right, so what is it? Okay, so it's um, Comedia en Vivo. Oh, so live comedy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Live comedy. Live comedy. Yeah. All right, that works. Comedia en Vivo en from vivo. all the soccer games. Yeah. yeah. En Vivo. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, what else? Okay, so next one. Comedia en Vivo. Comedia en Vivo. All right. Next one is um, Political Correctness. Mm. How is do there? you say? Is there? I don't even. I, yeah. P.C. Well, actually, um, according to Google, too, because this word, I actually um, heard it more here, being in the United States and in the news and everything else. Okay. Um, So it says that it's corrección política. She's a weird term. Corrección. Correct your political. Corrección política. But I think it's almost like being um, responsible. Respectful in a way. Right. So, ser respetuoso o políticamente correcto, quizás. I, I, like, I like that description better. Políticamente correcto. Yeah. More than corrección política. Because, yeah. Word. All right. Okay. Correcto. Políticamente. Políticamente correcto. Oh, There you go. Okay, so how do you say offensive? Damien? Uh, offensiva. Almost. Almost. Offensivo. There yes. you go. There you go. Two for two right now. <laughs> what? Okay, the next one is funny. How do you say funny? Shit, I feel like I know this. You should know that one. You should definitely know that yeah. one. I know this. I'm 
gonna be so disappointed when you tell me. Okay, so say it. We're gonna, I'm gonna say it at the same time as you. Go. <laughs> hey, gracioso. Gracioso. There it is. Gracioso. Gracioso or the one that Chris knows, chistoso. Chistoso. How, how did you know I knew that one? Because I know that the other word that we have jokes, you said that also is another word, but I said another word, but whatever. Okay, <laughs> funny is chistoso. Chistoso. Or gracioso. There you go. Is that like thank you? Exactly. That's what throws me off. And also yeah. like gracioso makes me think of gracefulness. Gracias. No, I was thinking like gracefulness. Oh. No. Kala is graceful. So I'm gracioso. Gracioso is humorous. Sounds like grateful. More like yeah. humorous. Humorous. All right. Okay. Next yeah, You one. know what? Uh, I think what? I think that's a good distinction. What? Uh, <laughs> you can say something's gracioso. Yeah. Almost like it's humorous, like like it's entertaining. Like, oh, that's nice. Like that's that's humorous. Chistoso is like it's funny. Like chisto like chistoso will make you laugh. Gracioso can make you smile. Oh, oh okay. It's like L O L and like L M A O. Yeah, roll around and Oh okay. <laughs> How do you say L O L in Spanish? <laughs> Lol. Lol. Lols. Okay, next one is comedian. Joke. Comedian. Do we say comedian? No clue. Comedian. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Comediante. I was gonna say that, but then I thought of like commandant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was getting too militant or something. Yeah. Sounds like it. So comediante. Co comediante. All right. Yes. Next one is shocking. How do you say shocking? Oh, wow. Electricuto. <laughs> 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 Electrificante. You know, yeah, you're, that's mad electricuto, yeah. You're taking good guesses. Yeah. Hey, it's a, you know, it's it's basic. Yeah. It's so based off a root word from Latin, all of our languages. So. That's true. That's true. So there's two words. Um, there's chocante. That sounds violent. Chocante. Like I've, heard, I've heard. I've heard that. I've Which never. Is something that chocks I've, you. I've never used it. I always thought it was like slang. Yeah. No. No. But. Chocante. Something is chocante. How do you, chocante or with ch? Ch. O c a. N t e. Chocante. Chocante. Okay. Or chocante you later. Or, <laughs> chocante or escandaloso. Oh, that's like scandalous. Escandalous, yeah, like scandalous. Escandaloso. Because yeah. it's something. If it's, how is that? Okay. All right. I get it. I because get it, it can yeah. be something if, if a comedian said something shocking. It's a scandal. Yeah, scandaloso gotcha. because it's like, oh my God, how did he say that? Oh, All and right. a comedy special. Got it. Okay. Next one is jokes. How do you say jokes? I thought you were going to say yokes. <laughs> no. Egg yolks? I don't know how to say that either. I don't know how to say joke jokes either. Gemma. Egg gemma. yolks is gemma. Yo, I be dropping mad gemmas, gemma, by the way. Gems all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so jokes. How do you say jokes? You say... Gemma. Um, no. <laughs> the other jokes. Um, broma or chiste. Okay. Uh, there's a I distinction there. Yeah. For me, there's chiste. a distinction. So for me, chistes... A chiste is like a joke, like a written joke, like mm -hmm. a story joke. And a broma is like a prank. That's true, actually. So yeah. when somebody says, you know, a broma, it's like, let's pull a prank on somebody. Yeah, yeah. Fucking eat pranks. Okay, next one is clown. How do you say clown? Shit, I feel like I know this. You should you definitely know, know that one. 
know. You got this, D. You got this. I don't got it. I don't got it. I'm so ashamed. Payaso. Payaso. It's fine. I don't know. Payaso. Never before in my life. The last one is El Chavo. How do you say El Chavo? El Chavo. Not El Chapo. Oh, shit. Nobody talking about El Chapo here. Actually, the, the that was wrong. Yes. El Chavo. Because is, I said it in Spanish. El Chavo is the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy or with the, the green scent. fucking hat, the green. Or if you're speaking with a Puerto Rican, maybe the scent. One scent. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Chavo can also be like small money. change. Yeah. Uh, makes sense. All right. We made it through another episode, guys. <laughs> we did it. Episode 65. And all in the bag. It was a serious conversation about comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like, and we squeezed all the comedy towards the end. Because Carla showed up. We Yay. took all the comedy out of the conversation about comedy. <laughs> all right, guys. Catch you guys next episode. Peace.